CombiLife Podcasts, stories from the road less travelled. Welcome back to the Combi Life Podcast. Thanks again for tuning in to Adventure Advice and uh, Stories on the Go. Today we have quite an interesting uh, conversation, don't you? wouldn't you say, Leah? Yeah, today we're speaking to Tom Summers about life after retirement, or more so, sorry, adventures after retirement. Yes, this is uh, quite an inspirational character who keeps cropping up on our um, adventure map. So, um, probably because uh, he's into the same kind of things that we are. So we've just recently been to a Volkswagen show on, in Los Cabos in Baja, California together. We were also in a Volkswagen show uh, last year together and uh, probably one before that too. Um, Tom's pretty cool because he, he gets around in his beautiful Volkswagen. So I will tell you guys, if you're only listening to this podcast and you haven't seen the video, you're missing out on some eye candy. You just need to see, watch the video to see the bus. Yes. And then you can go back to the podcast. Yes. But we do. We are going to have some video, probably photos up on the website too. So if you're listening to the podcast, go check out the website and check out his bus. It's beautiful. Mm, mm, mm. So I'm pretty excited to jump into this conversation, Leah. What what can they expect to hear? Yeah, so we're going to be talking to Tom about um, the difficulties of travelling uh, after you're retired and what things you need to do to prepare for it and... Just adventures, just, really. Yeah. In life 2.0. So this is, you know, it's not just of interest to people who are retired, but this is actually quite interesting for people who are approaching retirement or who think that they will, you know, uh, will save their adventures, their dream life for after they're retired. Let me tell you right now, that is a bad idea, guys. So if you are thinking to have your big life adventure in um, after retirement, then you need to be listening to this conversation. We hope you enjoy it. Yeah, enjoy it. Okay, now that Alaska is in place, kind of. Um, Tom, welcome, but it's your bus, so welcome to us to being here. Yeah, we um, love this bus, by the way. Yes. yes. Thanks for coming over. We, the reason we're making this video is not so that we can provide valuable information to the older generation. It's so that we can sit in your bus for a little yeah. bit longer. <laughs> That's the real reason. Cool. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into it. Well, I'm Tom. Um, what can I say? I'm retired and uh, I'm having a lot of fun in life. This That's is good. Uh, why we retire. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so how old are you now? I'm 70. 70 years young. And <laughs> right now we are on a beach in Mexico. Um, this is not the first beach in Mexico that you've been on. I guess you've been adventuring like off and on throughout your life, right? So let's let's talk a little bit about your early adventures. Um, what was your first kind of stint into travel? I've had the wanderlust for uh, all my life. And uh, after I got out of the Navy in 1967, I had a chance to go sailing on a, on a small homemade catamaran. And we, we sailed down from San Diego to Costa Rica. Wait there, Tom, you're, li- you're leaving out quite an important detail because I know a part of this story because you told me last night. That first sailing trip, it wasn't like, you know, when people think about sailing with like all of the, the modern like technology and GPS, you didn't, you had two charts. But you didn't know how to read until you got on the boat. I knew a little bit about navigation, what we called dead reckoning in the Navy. I was in the Navy prior to that and it was during Vietnam and, and uh, uh, it was, a f- we all know what the 60s were like and uh, uh, this was a chance for some of us to get out and about. I met these chaps and we um, 
we struck out on a journey uh, on this uh, small homemade 27-foot catamaran. We, le we left uh, San Diego and from day one uh, managed to figure out how to use the sextant, how to convert the readings into a position on the chart. Um, and uh, we caught fish um, and I began to learn Spanish. That was a wonderful year. So that was kind of like your, the start of your adventures after the Navy. Mm. Um, and that, that kind of like started your career. Um, it got you into fishing eventually down in, in uh, Central America. And eventually, you kind of got sucked into the the corporate world, right? The the real world. Yeah, you know, life intervenes. I, I I thrived on these boats. I ended up doing that for the next eleven years, and and from there, um, more jobs materialized. Along came uh, uh, my son Carlos, and um, I just needed to work close to home and raise my kid mm -hmm. and that's what I did. You worked really really hard before you retired up until retirement. I, I would say I worked hard but I, I also <laughs> loved it. Yeah, I, It was on the water yeah. and uh, uh, that was something that has always appealed to me. My dad used to take me fishing and uh, and so uh, I've spent my life as a as a as a mariner mm -hmm. yeah. and I still consider myself a mariner. Yeah. yeah, so um, that's a k kind of a key message right there is t if you can spend your life doing something that, you love. that you're passionate about, mm -hmm. you're much more likely to enjoy your working time. I mean, work doesn't have to be difficult. It is for some people because some people find themselves doing jobs that they don't like to do. But um, if, you can, if you can align your passions with your career, then... Because um, you're going to spend a lot of time working, right? A yeah, and, and I can't even imagine... Uh, toiling away in, in something that I despised. Um, in fact, to be honest, uh, I'd probably still be working for that tugboat company um, if uh, I hadn't had a spat with management and, uh, and, and, I, and I just basically decided that, oh, I'm old enough to take my retirement, mm. collect my social security. Yeah. So that's what the main um, topic of this conversation um, is about having adventures after retirement and should you wait for a retirement to have adventures or should you have them you know, be beforehand? And right, because a lot of people think that, you know, oh, when I retire, that's when I can start living life. I mean, yeah. that's, that's a bit of a gamble. No, to... you need to have all of the above. You, you, you need to, well, I need to season my life with travel and uh, of course I was able to travel um, during vacations and leaves of absence I took several leaves of absence from my work mm -hmm. um, that's the beauty of working for a, uh, a larger company that has a union um, labor agreement which um, I, I did and, and uh, was able to take time off and, yeah. and uh, I had plenty of fun adventures during my work years yeah yeah. But now is, I get to do it full time. Yeah. What, what would you say to somebody that, you know, say that was like 45 years old and had their eyes on the retirement and, you know, big adventures planned for retirement, but had their head kind of like down and they were knuckled down to working at the moment? Everybody's situation is unique, um, but uh, uh, don't postpone your dreams. That's what I would say. It, it, and 
And in a way, I have done exactly that. And so I'm speaking from experience. Um, I, I, I had this uh, uh, vested retirement plan, which kind of meant that I had to stick with it in order to collect on it. But it, I also took plenty of opportunities to travel and see other parts of not just the United States, but outside. Mm-hmm. So these days, um, tell us a little bit about your, your adventures these days, adventures in retirement. Well, it's, I feel it's only just begun, but um, I also have to say that I only have the here and now. And so um, I'm doing as much of so-called adventure traveling as I can. Um, I still have uh, some property that needs tending to, and I've got some other affairs that need to be looked after. But I'm down here in um, Baja California, uh, lower Baja California, uh, enjoying life. And that's the key. I'd like to point out, too, that when we say, like, going on adventures, adventures doesn't have to be, like, big trips down to Baja or big yeah. trips around the world in your RV or whatever. It can be just little trips. That's a really the weekend important to go, point. You know, go down to the local creek for the weekend yeah. for the week or whatever. It's like doing things like that. Adventure's a mindset, right? Yeah. I mean, adventure can be, I'm going down to the creek to go fishing. Yeah. That's my adventure. That's mm-hmm. me going out and having an adventure for a day, an adventure for a weekend, or it could be crossing the world in a Volkswagen. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever is your cup of tea, like mm-hmm. it's, it's not yeah. about having to be in Mexico. So when you, um, having adventures after retirement, there's going to be a lot of people that are um, either coming up to retirement or thinking about that, um, wanting to do their big adventures when they retire. What are some of the things that you uh, were thinking about coming up to retirement that you needed to plan for for this big adventure or the, you know you plan after retirement? What were your kind of concerns? Well, doing that? it's a shame that we have to put financial concerns f- before everything else, but obviously... Um, uh, a person needs to have a certain, um, a few things in order in order to take off. Mm-hmm. And um, for instance, online banking. Mm-hmm. You know, thanks to the modern uh, ATM things, you no longer have to pack a lot of cash with you. Um, and uh, and I do like to stay uh, connected. A good uh, means of doing that is um, important. And it's and also that plays into the security um, aspect of, of traveling and um, remote places is staying staying connected. With regards to um, preparations financially, do you think it's feasible to travel on a pension? Like when you because you don't have a job anymore. Like you're not right. earning a salary every week, um, and so your incomes come from any assets that you've got currently. So um, first of all, let's talk about pensions. When you come and visit somewhere like Mexico, let's talk about your example, do you think that it's, you can actually afford to travel and explore Mexico? Yes, I do. And uh, I, I, would, I, I guess my message is that um, don't work and save up so that you can travel on this level that you th- think you want, but rather reduce your needs mm-hmm. so that it conforms to the resources that you do have. Now, mm-hmm. uh, I was lucky. I, I um, had a great job, and I was able to um, get out of the workforce alive and, and uh, have uh, uh, some, I, I, 
you know, assets, bills paid, um, and uh, certain. But I but I don't have uh, a lot of uh, wealth, for sure. My wealth is are my experiences. Yeah, and you're a rich man. <laughs> <laughs> if I can uh, if I can get to your age with the experiences that you've had, I'd be very happy. Yeah. I'm on my way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are. We've we've already had a few little adventures. Yes, we have. Um, and I just want to dwell on the, the finance thing because um, I think a lot of people are, are they build up this um, nest egg. You know, they work really hard to get their house, uh, everything mm. um, throughout life, and then when you get to an older age, I'd imagine that you're kind of worried about how your last years might go, and if you might need care, and medical concerns mm. become, you know, increasingly on your mind. How how do you feel about all of that? To ignore them would be foolish. Um, to obsess on them would be foolish as well. Uh, just this morning, I contacted a dentist friend and, of mine in Cabo San Lucas looking for a referral. It's certainly possible to find very good health care outside of the borders of, of the United States, and I don't think that that should hold one back. Um, if... Um Hopefully this doesn't happen, but if you did get sick, would your plan be to return to the States and, and try to deal with it there? I think that would depend on the exact situation, how close uh, adequate care is to wherever I'm at. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and I always keep all the options open. It's, it's definitely something to think about, but good care is available universally everybody wants it and the demand means that there's a supply mm -hmm. and being out of your your home country and traveling like what are the some of the things that you need to do to make sure that you keep yourself healthy and the, the best uh, well i'm not the picture of health um, <laughs> i think you're pretty healthy yeah i feel great <laughs> I, I i think in my case uh traveling in the bus means that um, I eat better yeah. and um, and it involves a little bit more activity which is good so uh, uh, travel it promotes good physical and psychological health yeah. I think so too yeah um, how do you feel about traveling in a Volkswagen well I've done it before and um, it's it's uh, one tends to make a lot of um, compromises in far as comfort goes, but traveling as a single guy, a Volkswagen bus is is uh, is is enough. It um, I, I have all my basic needs. Yeah, I've got um, a cooler. I even travel with a portable toilet, um, which I try not to use. Technology of camping has advanced yeah. considerably, <laughs> hasn't it? Yeah, sure has. I mean, you seem pretty comfortable in this bus. Yeah. I wonder how many 70-year-old guys are waking up in, in Volkswagen buses around the around yeah. the US right now. Probably not too many. <laughs> probably a lot of people that would like to. There's probably a lot that would like to. I you, got my first bus in the 60s, and and, uh, and uh, I've had a number of VWs. I've had a number of VWs in my life, and uh, and 
<laughs> this particular bus I acquired when I was 50-something. Yeah. And uh, worked on it for a couple of years to get it uh, into the condition that it would um, um, tr travel reliably. Aside from actually blowing up an engine, which uh, I understand you have some experience with. I have a few, yeah. It's only a couple. Yeah, just a couple. A couple of but, okay, <laughs> so that takes us to the universality of these vehicles. I was hoping we'd talk about this because um, you're, you're traveling in a V-dub um, and that, that um, statement I said earlier about how many people are waking up around the country in, in a Volkswagen, not that many because a lot of people tend to just kind of baby them and take mm. them to shows and look after them, which is great because they're old vehicles and we want to keep as many of them alive as possible. But boy, is it good to see you, you know, driving down mm. the road, going exploring, having adventures in your bus. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and those um, folks that are using their uh, bugs and buses just to go to shows or just around town to have a little fun with, I, I respect that. Uh, um, and I've done a lot of that. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I don't think a lot of those folks, as much as they love their bugs and buses, really have thought about how they would do it the way I'm doing it, which is pack it up. And by the way, I've done this in a bug as well. You know, pack it up with camping gear and take off. I hope that... Um people are inspired by seeing the likes of yourself and, and us going on adventures in Volkswagens because as pretty as they are and you know as, as good as it is to look after them they're I think they're kind of like adventure vehicles you know they're born to be adventure vehicles they're happiest when they're on adventures and that's the way that you really go and make a memory with your Volkswagen mm -hmm. is to take it out and go exploring you're also um, seriously considering getting a boat right yes I am it's yes, since retirement, since uh, not being on the water every day, um, uh, I've realized that uh, I need a boat. You miss it. Yeah, I miss it. And, uh, and, and my son wants me to teach him sailing and uh, teach him the ropes, so to speak. And so we're, we're looking for a boat. You're certainly fit enough to be able to do that now. And I mean, in 10 years time, who knows if you'll still feel right. like you want to be doing it. And you know, ten years goes like that when you're not careful. So I the, think the past ten years certainly did. Yeah, <laughs> it did for me too. Um, well, that's why we want to talk about this, like to bring it up, because it's not, you know, you, you, the older you get, the, the exactly. more your body is going to be um, unable to do the, the things you want to do, the things you're passionate about, and your, you know, yeah. your dream journey. And, and you're not likely to be in better condition later. No, no. definitely not. So do it now. Do it now while you can. Make the most of it. Let's talk a little bit about um, the, the house. Um, and so in order to afford a boat, you now have a house, that's your equity, you're considering, tell us about how you're thinking about planning that. Well, I'm thinking about uh, moving out and uh, renting it to make a boat payment. I've got, I've got sufficient funds for a nice down payment and I certainly have some ideas of what I'm looking for. So it'll be a sailboat. Not sure if it's going to be a catamaran or a monohull. You'll let us know if you need a crew, right? Absolutely, <laughs> and I will need a crew. <laughs> I'm coming sailing with you. I, I understand you have some experience. <laughs> I have a little experience. <laughs> oh, he loves getting the anchor up, don't you? <laughs> yeah, that's your favourite job. You'll get one of Pulling those the anchor. Wind, windless things. Get to yeah. do it by hand. Or 
Impressed. Seen these guns? <laughs> <laughs> so the sailing life for me, as long as it's not too rough. Yeah. But I think it's interesting um, that you're, you know, quite comfortable with renting out um, your property to make the payments on a boat. There's a lot of people after they've spent their entire life building this nest egg, my mother included, you know, I've mentioned this to her, like, why don't you rent the place out and go traveling? And she's like, no, I've spent so long, like, that's my home. I'm not, I'm not letting other people well, live the thing. there. Some people are like that. They don't want to. When they retire, they want to sit and enjoy mm. whatever it was, being well, at home God, or being God in the comfort them. of... I mean, yeah. the, the, uh, retirement isn't about what you should do. It's what, what about what you want to, want do. to do. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and uh, even though there are plenty of folks like uh, your mom, there's... Uh, I mean, we wouldn't have seen the mushroom growth of things like Airbnb if it wasn't for the for the simple fact that people have a home they want to travel this home can be the means to travel it can earn you some income yeah and and um, I don't think people should uh, forego their traveling dreams just because they're chained to a piece of property yeah because a lot of people are chained, chained mm -hmm. to that prop to property. Yeah, I think people get used to it. You know, they're chained to it with their mortgage all their life, and then once they're free from that and they own the property, they're chained to it in other ways. Mm -hmm. um, even, you know, even if it's emotional attachment, and that's totally fine. Like you said, totally it's, fine. It, if that's what you like to yeah. do, retirement is about doing what you want to do. Dong dong. Just whilst we're having a quick break here, guys, let me tell you about our Combi Life store. Leah and I have been working really hard behind the scenes to update our website and provide lots more useful information, but also provide a bunch of new stock in our store. So you can find some really cool Volkswagen cufflinks and also our wallets are there that are made out of um, V-dub material. They're all handmade and we've also got some pretty cool t-shirt designs so if you drive a Westie Ranagon Beetle some kind of v-dub cool car then you might want to be checking that stuff out it's a really great way to support the work that we do here and we do it all for free off of our own back so we could use that support thanks guys okay so just to wrap up on the conversation because um, we just want to like drill home there's a few main points there's right a few main points but just we want to like yeah, recap on like some of the some of the people's fears about um, doing adventures after retirement and like what stops them from doing it, even if they do, you know, they, they have this passion and they, this dream to after retirement, I want to do this. Also, the key takeaway is don't wait until retirement to have the life that you want to live. Yeah, of course. Try to, even if you're not able to give up your career and you're somewhat stuck with your, your circumstances, find a way to incorporate elements of the adventure and the lifestyle that you would like to live in in your lifestyle don't just work yeah. seven days a week you know take weekends off and go fishing if that's what you want to do with your time yeah that's such an important thing because i think too many people gamble that they can buy their freedom later yeah and yeah, by waiting and that's just mm -hmm. yeah they say they say that the biggest regrets you will have in your final days are the things you didn't do yeah that you always wanted to yeah yeah to so go sure. out and do it now as soon as you can and and the, so the three things the main things that people stop people from having adventures mm. once they do finally retire and they have all this freedom are 
um, financial worries, health worries, and security worries. So from the financial point of view, um, travel doesn't have to be mm. that expensive, you said, right? You no. live within your means. Absolutely. There are, there are ways to use the, the equity that you have, that you've built up in your life yeah. to fund um, adventures in Life 2.0. Exactly, and I've been—I uh, I recognize that I've been blessed, um, but um, I'm, I'm determined to get out there and stay out there, in spite of uh, a nice, comfy home and um, all the comforts that uh, um, are afforded to us in uh, the land of the free. Mm-hmm. You're talking about Mexico, right? Yeah, the, land of the, free. <laughs> the real land of the free. And so the other point what we America made, could have been. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Make Mexico great again. <laughs> and so the other point um, health. about health. Um, so is, is, is insurance an important thing to make sure you have? No, I don't think so. I, I mean, I have the Part B of Social Security. I don't even know what company it is. I've used it one time. Um, but I think you can get quality health care here and in a number of other countries for less than what it'll cost you f- just for the copay up there. Yeah, that's true. So health shouldn't really be a, a showstopper. No, because as I said, it's not likely to get better later. Mm. Um, but there are people that have conditions that, that need to be or they're monitored or oh, they need yeah. to be on top of yeah. or whatever, and that can play a big part as well. But if they're living like that in their hometown, they can live like that anywhere mm-hmm. as well. Just being prepared and making sure that you're, yeah, prepared, really. Yeah. And the, these, these adventures, you know, going off, whether it's in-country or out-of-country, it doesn't have to be for a really long period of time. No. It can be, and actually, personally, as a long-term traveller, I recommend to people to keep their, their trips short because it keeps your interest up. It, and it keeps um, the fatigue factor away. Yeah, you know, it yeah. gives you a chance to recoup. You know, even even if you did say rent out your property to a, a, um, fund a lifestyle on the move, you could go and take your RV or whatever you had to an RV park, which is pretty much like having an apartment, mm-hmm. and you've all the amenities, and you could live there whilst you're at home. You, you know, you mm-hmm. don't have to be back in your house. Mm-hmm. So that's not really a showstopper either. It's all doable. We, we, we see that. Yeah. There's a lot of people. I mean, I'm, I'm at the vanguard of the so-called baby boomers, and, uh, and there's going to be more and more of us, uh, and uh, certain percentages of us are going to just be Good doing time. this, mm. getting out and about. Start, start with whatever you're comfortable, a night, a weekend, a week. This particular jaunt of mine is uh, started at the beginning of uh, this month, and uh, I'll be returning uh, at the end of the month. And so probably the the third big showstopper for people is fears of security. And mm-hmm. we talked a lot about safety and security in other episodes of yeah. our Adventure Expert series with Aiden and even with Aaron on mm-hmm. the Pan American on the Pan American Highway video. But um, from a more mature person's point of view, uh-huh. I'm not going to say old, Tom. I'll well, say, I'll say more mature. You're not old. Not <laughs> Superannuated. Sometimes I think he's younger than me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but from your perspective, uh, what's your take on the kind of security fears that people have? 
Gosh, I, I, I don't know that I'm the, the, the right person to answer that question, um, but most of those fears are unfounded. They're unrealistic. Uh, I, I, it seems like every time I cross the border, and by the way, I've been crossing the border, uh, the, the U.S.-Mexican border, all my life, all my adult life. It seems like as soon as I get across the border, I'm no longer even thinking of security. Obviously, we all want to be safe. Um, and you're, 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 the human instinct is to protect yourself under uh, any circumstance. But it's, it's not... My message to those who haven't done this is try it. You'll realize that many of your concerns were, were unfounded. Between well, the thing is, it's, it, it, you know, it's just not any different it's being at th home. than where you're, where you're from. No. Right. Yep. I think this is true. Um, so the, the finance, the health and the security, none of those should be showstoppers, even though those yeah. are the three main reasons why people would not go on adventures. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm glad we talked through all of that. There's obviously a lot we could go into on each of those individual points, but, you know, now that those the people that are listening have realized that there's no excuses for not having <laughs> adventures in retirement they can go out and not and just adventures fun. but living whatever they want to do doing mm -hmm. whatever that you know they've dreamed of doing their whole life or yeah and, and they couldn't get to do it, it because off. they've been working their whole life yeah but what is some advice that you'd give even to like us uh, people our age that aren't retired yet or not really think about retiring yet um have you got any advice as to i don't know about uh See, everybody's life is different, but I would say avoid being trapped yeah. in, in uh, whatever it is, your work or your family or your property or your health or your, uh, you, know, you know, just, you know, s stay free. Stay free mentally. I think that's a really good point. I think so, too. And it, it is your... your um, perspective right it's, it, we were talking earlier over breakfast that it's you know being optimistic about your situation yeah. you're not always in the perfect situation but remaining positive and optimistic and you know that can just help you feel free yeah it it, it came to my attention last night that uh, uh my father passed away at the same age that i'm at now and uh uh i'm not obsessed with that Notion. I'm not uh, depressed by it, but I am motivated to live in the now because we have no guarantees for tomorrow. Yeah. Amen, brother. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thank you, Tom. Oh, thank been great you. chatting with you. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point to end on. Yeah, I think we should leave it there. Yeah. Wow. Guys, thanks for sticking around. We really hope you got something out of this podcast. We don't know who we're going to be speaking to next, but hopefully it will be just as enjoyable and informative. But until next time, happy travels.